This is the Beige and the Bold, and today we are watching Power Play. I'm Ben Velding, and I watched this series when it originally aired. I'm Derek. This is my first time watching this episode. You ready? Yep. In three, two, one, engage. The title card from, from Netflix really undersold this one, and I absolutely love it. I forgot the title because... card. What does it say? Do you remember? Oh, it just says they're looking for a... They found a wrecked ship, maybe, on a really old planet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just that, regular yeah. Star Trek stuff. <laughs> Classic, you know, faded distress beacon. Find someone that's a lie that you didn't expect. Nothing to see here, folks. Yeah. <laughs> What's interesting is the fact that we rarely ever see just a normal mission happen here. And yet we have a really strong feel for what a normal mission is. Yeah, that's a good point. I, um, I've, I've just kind of taken it for granted there's going to be a twist. Um, and, you know, I think that it's certainly something the original series kind of started. And I, uh, you know, like, it's just interesting that it, it's still kind of a tradition that's been carried on. You see Troy in the background, like, she's yeah. kind of, I'm so confused. Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> all right, Troy, I need you to walk in. Uh, all right, uh, uh, Marina, I need you to just walk in through the door and empathize. All right, action. <laughs> uh, what? It's... <laughs> It's really subtle, but I like yeah, it. Yeah, it's good. Troy's definitely like, there's a psychic thing going on here. Yeah. As as an aside, I um, it Data remembers this old distress signal, but in season two, Riker did that. Riker could do that. Used to be. Yeah. Yeah. One but day. One anymore. day. Yeah. Well, can. and this is kind of I, I have mixed feelings about this because on the one hand, it's like, oh yeah, De- Deanna, you couldn't like recognize something that was happening on the very ship you're on, but you can like sense something where you're like thousands of kilometers away from it like what the hell on a planet no less but i mean you could make an argument like oh no the planet's got a magnetosphere and the, the planet's really reaching out or whatever i don't know <laughs> she rolled double crits yeah and this i guess is a west marches campaign and the dm's like what no you're not high enough level to detect that she's like i rolled 220s <laughs> yeah i mean I, double I, natural I, empathy roll. yeah i got and i also spent uh, i spent a, a stunt die yeah <laughs> So three twenties. You have to be level five before you can have the the feet that lets you punch ghosts, Deanna. We're gonna fight these guys. She's a psychic type, Derek. Yeah, and yeah, a psychic type counselor Pokemon <laughs> with smoke attacks. Yes. Hey, yeah, I, I apologize to everyone. We talked about Pokemon in the pre roll. Yeah, yeah, um, that's our bad. You know the uh, you. Know, it's just I. I, like I'm fine with using like, hey, look, I can do a thing. Um, it it's just you get sort of like power whiplash because in one episode she can't do something right next door, um, and then yeah, another the kid episode has anxiety, yeah, the trauma, the trauma. <laughs> she can't read through the trauma. Yeah, I can't read through the trauma. But then she can like sense something like on a planet, and it's like. Like, do you realize the the difference in magnitude we're talking about here? Like, that doesn't track at all. I mean, look, no matter how traumatized that kid was, though, she knew he was alive. Maybe. So. I would love it. It's like if she started uh, grading trauma in, like, planet classes. Like, no, that kid's got in-class trauma. It's, it's, uh, it's too big. Too big for me to read through. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's a little wibbledy, but... I, I accept it and it's useful in that it almost gets everyone killed. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. isn't it? Uh, we've done this a lot. Like this whole, oh yeah, there's there's uh, this planet is engulfed in a constant thunderstorm. So we can't read our sensors don't work for reasons. <laughs> it seems like Starfleet would have some kind of protocol, right? Like they would say, like, hey, listen, you know, you know, welcome to Starfleet. You know, one day you're gonna find yourself trying to scan an M-class planet and it's gonna be covered in a thunderstorm. If you do, make sure you follow these rules to so come out safely. Hey, they're wearing seatbelts. What do you want? <laughs> these guys never wear seatbelts. <laughs> People who have never shut the hell up about seatbelts in this series. And there you yeah. go. You got them. I, to- I totally, yeah. I totally would have loved uh, like a Demolition Man type airbags where just the whole canopy is just flooded with foam. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Yeah. Um, and, you know, maybe reasonable. Yeah, I mean, you know, it seems like there would be some sort of way to crash land. But then again, like our planes like i think the the best we get is like skidding to a stop um so i don't know yeah i mean they they're designed to operate in atmosphere and the deal is these shuttlecraft are built 100 percent for space it seems so there's no aerodynamics you're just in a falling box once all the gadgets <laughs> come off so i mean that these shuttles were never designed to go down to a planet it seems like that would be one of their primary functions I mean, look at it aerodynamically. I mean, no, like there's no yeah, like backup. It, you would get like crosswinds, and that thing would just go like head over foot. Yeah, and I'm sure it's got great like inertial dampers in it, and that's yeah. why they're alive. Yeah. Um, I don't know if broken arms work that way, but whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, I know. Like so, he's yeah. just kind of like he just jumped out of the thing with no help, and then Deanna had like, "Oh man, your arm," and it's like. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like, broken. Don't check the shuttle for pain. Yeah, um, no, right? Like, he's like, hey, is there anything useful? It's like, no, nah, nothing Nothing that survived our landing is useful. I'm like, really? Like, gauze didn't survive the landing? Antibiotics? A splint? You can't just, like, rip, like, part of the chair off and use it as a splint for his arm? Like, come on. Yeah. Like, if any of Riker's other bones or any of Deanna's <laughs> bones survived that crash, there's still useful stuff in the shuttle. <laughs> yeah. But whatever, whatever. Like, we're moving forward here. We're not going to spend 20 yeah. minutes unloading the shuttle and making camp. Like, Deanna has to tell us that there's foreshadowing happening. Yeah, so. exactly. And and that and she's kind of been using... She's being used as, like, a narrative d- device to kind of drive the beginnings of this plot along. Um, but she's also but being you know, useful, Derek. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. I, I, I have less problems when she's actually on the planet um, because... It makes like she's surrounded by it at that point, right? So it kind of makes a little more sense. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> it's our first use of the pattern enhancers. Oh, really? Which work here okay. because it's a way for Chief O'Brien to overcome like our made up obstacle. Yeah. Um, and to say, okay, this is the reason that Chief O'Brien's here because we want to have Chief O'Brien for very good dramatic reasons, I think be our third guy yeah well i just think it's funny too where it's like all right listen there's a 50 50 shot that you're gonna survive this (laughs) i was like yeah i'm gonna take that risk and i'm like we don't want to send like a probe down or something you don't want to like just (laughs) just just dry run this like like teleportation isn't like a a time sensitive process like it isn't it isn't very slow is what i'm saying so you could totally send just (laughs) anything down first (laughs) any biologic just Send last night's dinner, last night's pot roast. Send it down there and just see if it survives. 
The beautiful thing is that, okay, we're going to send Chief O'Brien out there because he's necessary, right? Right. And so instantly he hands the pattern enhancer off to the counselor. So it's obvious <laughs> that with all due respect to Deanna, yeah. these things are not exactly requiring <laughs> right. an experienced user yeah. to operate. Well, yeah. You couldn't just beam and, down the things. Yeah. Because again, and, and, 50-50 shot, this episode ends with Cronenberg O'Brien. <laughs> we don't know that, like, but like that, this is just like another organ. I love uh, this nice little graphic is nice. I love how this, like, that little dude just nopes out. He's like, nope. <laughs> not, not dealing with Riker. Um, and that's kind of funny. Uh, and we, we also get another indication of how intuitive this design is because Riker in a half a daze just has to turn it. <laughs> and that's it yep that's that's all he had to do is just turn it. <laughs> seems like you could there just you i don't know make like a pamphlet like a two-page manual on these things and like you know it'd be super easy hell you could even explain it to it over oh no you can have done it on comms but still it's <laughs> it's silly that uh they couldn't have just beamed it down they had to risk his life but whatever it's dramatic yeah. it would be great if there was like a little card and he's like ah what is it? He just looks at it and he's like puts his hands all over because there's no interface and he's picture up the cards like, all right. If he just reads the thing, I'm a visual learner. <laughs> video and he turns it over and just watches a little video on the back. It's like yeah. do do do. Welcome to your pattern. <laughs> if you have four or more pattern, I don't have four or more yeah, pattern. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, let's get let's get the good section thing. Like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> there's just a Cronenberg steaming O'Brien over there, and he's just watching yeah. the video, and that's the whole episode. Yeah, <laughs> that would be great. I would totally. I, I, I would like. You, you could almost do like a, a TNG spoof episode where it's like Worf is like, we can't beam down. And God's like, why? Why can't we beam down? Worf's like, I don't know. He pulls out the dice, he rolls, he consults the table. All right, it's electromagnetic interference. All right, it's, it's... <laughs> yeah, I, I would like it if like we got like uh, whole narratives. Like, so right now, this is just like, oh man, we just can't get. We, we, we found an ingenuitive way to get over that interference, and then we're moving along with our plot. What if the whole plot was just trying to get over that very small hurdle? <laughs> and just as like a comedy of yeah. errors, like you just can't get over it. All right, next time we'll, um, yeah, we'll we'll totally see if we can do this. O'Brien runs out to astrometrics and pulls out an isolinear bay of chips and just blows on them. <laughs> <laughs> Try it now. <laughs> Did that work? And George's like, you gotta use compressed air. And O'Brien's like, it's the same thing. The moisture, <laughs> no, it's not the same the thing. Compressed air is colder. Oh, man, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is kind of interesting. You know, we got this. We know, like, something's weird because we're focusing on data that we don't normally yeah. use it. And also, he's talking about a polar region that seems kind of weird. And uh, But him doing the whole, like, oh, my vocal processor, or however he did it was was kind of the indication yeah. that something's gonna go down yeah you see o'brien there checking on checking on what data's up to how's that working yeah working good transporter chief why am i up here no one asks any questions on this ship <laughs> yeah i know right like i mean you know what's interesting is that like whatever ghost is possessing data like it would just be funny if, like, he's like, okay, let's let's see what I got here. You know, what, what I, oh, okay, cool. Got robot arms. It's kind of cool. Robot eyes. Neat. Holy crap. I have memory banks. Holy crap. I can take over this ship. I can run this whole thing by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even yeah. need anybody anymore. <laughs> we can only assume he doesn't do that exact same thing again because they actually fixed some of those security flaws. Yeah. Allegedly. Like, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, you know, the fact that their attempt to take over goes so poorly is either because of, um, oh, <laughs> is either because Data's so emotional or because they fixed things since the last time. Yeah, like uh, there's Worf. Come on, really? Really? <laughs> like even a sucker punch? I mean, come on. And also, like, yeah. what's the default setting on these phasers? Like, are they? Uh, I mean, O'Brien could have totally killed both of those people, right? <laughs> that's good uh, he could have it. but did not yeah the uh, again sucker punches are OP in this universe yeah I mean and that makes um, a little bit more sense because he's an old I like this conversation this is very like two terror two terrorists kind of like come on man you could have just waited a little bit longer before you pull the old blah 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 I like it yeah I think Dave's being is it Mr. Blonde here yeah yeah I think so yeah, Michael the Michael Madsen character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dude, that, um, the dude that just kind of loves torture and all. It's definitely him. Yeah. <laughs> um, Worf is pretty lucky that Lost in the Middle of You costs too much to license <laughs> as a law enforcement officer. You yeah. Know? Um. So yeah. So yeah, we yeah we get some like information kind of warfare going on, right? Because we can control so much of the ship. You know, where, you know, they have to kind of figure out a way to find, like, their home base. Um, but then they also have this little dude. Like, look at that guy. <laughs> just, <laughs> we never see anything yeah. like that. He's just, oh, yeah, I'm just going to take a stroll. Nothing to see. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's believable that there are other people happening. Other people have the, lives that intersect with this. We, um, we never even see, we've never even seen, like, a civilian <laughs> just... Well, we have, but I mean, like, it, it's a very rare sight, is all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, this I like this too. How how she's like, um, she she they're able to kind of do different things. I like how Deanna's in charge. It's pretty rad. Yeah, it's good. And it's like Marina Sirtis can do this stuff if they just write things for her. Yeah. It's it's a fun little action sequence. I mean, yeah, I don't even need a program. I can just touch my hand to the electricity and everything's fine. Yeah, I do also want to mention that uh, I know Worf was being post owned at the time, but yeah. Ro already shot one of these dudes with a phaser and he shrugged it off. Yeah. So we're about to have a scene here where that's kind of important tactical data that no one told Worf. <laughs> um, yeah, it is uh, interesting. That's got to be just the weirdest thing, right? Where, um, <laughs> where, where your I husband's mean, like, "I'm about to shoot you and our baby. <laughs> you need to like do what I said." Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, I think a marriage can probably survive one malevolent alien. Look at that. Possession. <laughs> like, so Data's <laughs> immune to phaser fire. That's fun. <laughs> I think we knew yeah, that already, well, so though, is, right? Uh, so is O'Brien. Yeah, O'Brien's already taken two phaser shots. So yeah. Um, like they, this is no just made. He's getting Troy. Go, go. Yeah, they're definitely like, doing up, like gun reactions. Yeah, they like lit him up, and then Troy didn't even budge. And I'm like, what? What is this? Yeah. So like, uh, it's a good checkmate. Yeah, it was yeah. like ah, haha! Troy's got the upper hand. She knows it because she has this communicator. It's great. Um, yeah, it but turn, yeah, like, that, she like has these go- people went. F- she has ghost powers. Ghost powers allow her to to take the phaser hit. I guess. 
Yeah, yeah, and, and that's what it is. Like that's that's the plot point. Um, security teams apparently having no defense against phasers. They couldn't even put like an extra shirt on yeah. or something. So and now we're like, in like a hostage yeah, situation. <laughs> like this is like like we have yeah. a hostage situation on the Enterprise, uh, and that's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, pretty standard plot at this point. I mean, yeah, there's ghosts and stuff, but like. It's a pretty standard plot. Like, there's a hostage yeah. situation. You have hostages. You have to negotiate with them, figure out what they want. Right. Um, they're both kind of plotting against each other. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not not a bad TV show. I mean, there, there's you could do this in almost any genre, but um, we're gonna do it with a bunch of extra steps yeah. now. Um, yeah, it's fun that our, that Data gets to play like the evil guy. Like, he's gonna just become like the sadist later, and it's pretty fun. It's like, oh yeah, he gets yeah. to kind of like, like. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'll I'll talk about it when it gets there. But um, yeah, so yeah, this is good. Like they 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 have like you know operational data, right? Like they know somewhat how um, Starfleet works, so they're kind of working. Is how well you can use the knowledge. Yeah, and that's the thing is that they're kind of they kind of remember things about the people they're possessing, but not well. And that adds, yeah. I think, one of the more compelling elements to the plot here, where they're still quasi these people. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of clever when they did that here. They, they kind of reference an old kind of way they dealt with this sort of thing. It's like, ah, right, can we just like knock them all out? It's like, yeah, data doesn't breathe there. So no. <laughs> um, yeah. And so he's like, yeah, if we don't knock, if we don't deal with data, then then we're gonna be right back where we started. And like, it's a good point um, because. Um, Data is kind of like the blind spot to all of our security measures. <laughs> well, and so is Troy in some ways. Yeah, in some ways. Um, yeah. you, you've mentioned that that they have no defenses against telepathy, and certainly Troy isn't a tele uh, an aggressively telepathic figure, right? But um, they're both two characters who were kind of perpendicular to what Starfleet expects. So yeah. having them uh, become bad guys poses some challenges like this like data's um, like you want to go you want to go cling <laughs> come on yeah oh my god like i kid you not i i i have uh an inordinate amount of knowledge about steven seagal movies this is literally a thing that steven seagal does <laughs> where he's like oh i'm sorry my guns oh i know what you're thinking mine's bigger than yours i'll put it away <laughs> it's like come on yeah. come at me <laughs> <laughs> uh, except he's being the aggressor here, so it's just kind of fun. Yeah, it's good. And, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, to worst credit, yeah, despite he, yeah, leading he took a hysteria offense here, yeah, 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 he's like, "Come on, man, he, I'll fear death, do it." Um, he doesn't he's like playing it on, smart. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be and, kind of funny if, like, if you had um, talking about like Deanna's kind of empathy powers, like if there was something like they were transporting a someone from A to B that was also like an empath, and it slowly kind of started devastating people in the crew, like just massive depression, and like Deanna had to do like some sort of like detective bit to figure out how this is happening. That could be fun. Yeah, it could be fun. But I, one of the things they do to kind of hobble the the bad guys here is because they're not. They seem to be Starfleet officers. Maybe they are. Maybe they've just lost other discipline. They'll they'll get into it. But yeah. um, Data's uh, character is off the rails. Yeah. And and so this is kind of interesting. You know, we talked about stabilized situation. Really, it's just like, hey, look, we need to get things kind of moving slower. And we need to get on neutral ground. Right now, they have the leverage. 
So he's like, all right, yeah, we'll, we'll do the thing you want. Um, we're just going to go slow as we can to buy some time. So that's good. Yeah. And um, I like Dan just like looks out the windows like he's telling the truth. The stars are moving. <laughs> but like yeah. all of his like microprocessor brain couldn't rec- couldn't like calculate. Yeah, but we're going really slow. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, um, th- that's a good point. And, that's something that you think they could put together. But Yeah. Um, th- have we ever talked about anionic energy? Point. Have you ever talked about anionic energy before? No. It sounds new. No, no, no. It's it's <laughs> it's uh, an episode by episode energy. It's a script energy. It's just to make <laughs> gotcha. this this script go. I wonder if there's like a library of just all the different energies there are in G and G. Yeah, it's called Memory Alpha. Okay, um, yeah, that's it's true. a website that it's it's a wiki for Star Trek and Star Trek fans. So, um, it's it's a handy one. So yeah, and Ro is back after like a fairly long absence. I, mean, I think she was in what conundrum. Yeah. Yep. Um, so it's because she's here helping them out. Uh, yeah. And they used they used her for sneakiness later, which is nice. Yeah, it's sad we don't see McDuff anymore, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Rip, rip <laughs> so um, rest in weird alien. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But yeah, so. We're getting like heavy, heavy techno babble right here. And basically it's just like, hey, look, we have a plan. This is going to be our SWAT team sneaking through like the air ducts and doing something to the terrorists. Yeah. Um, and Picard has kind of like, he does like his pop-up Picard thing. He's like, hey, listen, I really want uh, to help people uh, that are hurt. Um, what's Is everyone hurt? I like what Worf does here. He, he's very competent. <laughs> yeah. He's cool. And I mean, that he's been captured, yes. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> he's still giving out information yeah. to the Man, good guy. Yeah, that would have been like, great for Worf to have before he run into 10 forward. If only somebody knew that. Yeah, Ro. <laughs> what the hell, Ro? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but it's good. It, it's just a little bit where they're, they're negotiating, and it's not a hot war, but it's a little conflict where everyone's trying yeah. to edge out each other for the little bits. Yeah, and you know, Picard does something somewhat un, uh, not unnerving, uh, but unexpected, it, you know, in that he offers himself as a hostage, which I mean, sometimes you see, sometimes you don't, as far as like these hostage narratives go. But it's pretty good. Like, hey, listen, I'm a high value asset. Why don't you take me in exchange for all of like the people that are hurt? Um, and Troy buys it. Troy's like, yeah, let's do that. And Picard's yeah. like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to try to give you an opportunity, Riker. Be able to take advantage of it. Be ready for it. And, like, that's good. He's putting faith in Riker to solve this problem, right? I mean, Kinda. yeah. I mean, on <laughs> paper. Putting faith, <laughs> on he's paper. putting faith in Riker to know when Picard tells him <laughs> But yes, yes, yeah. simply he's doing that. Yeah. So, so I like um, yeah, that. We, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Well, again, <laughs> Dave has no understanding of children. But, yeah. like. Troy's character is in charge of this situation, but both of her assistants are kind of like wobbledy. They're not, they're not reliable in different ways. Cause yeah, they definitely seem having like a family issue. Yeah. He, he definitely seems somewhat erratic. Like somehow, um, the O'Brien ghost and the O'Brien personality are kind of getting mixed. Maybe, maybe this is kind of how O'Brien's like fighting is trying to fight his way out of like whatever mental confinement he's been put in. 
Um, Maybe. But this this is pretty unnerving. The way O'Brien's like, what is the small thing doing? Why is it making sounds? <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's super creepy, and it gives us a little dimension, because all three of these characters are doing something a little different. We have to define right. who their new characters are. Right. Um, and, and we're kind of doing it... Hmm? It's, I was just saying, it's very subtle, because, I mean, I didn't really kind of get... Even... You know, like preparing to watch it for what we're doing now, I didn't really remember that. Like, oh wait, these weren't like, you know, spoilers. These aren't like Starfleet people. But even though what mm. Troy's saying, and um, yeah, you, because what we're doing, all those little differences are pretty subtle, uh, and it's kind of foreshadowing. Yeah. Well, I mean, they 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 kick these um, this characterization into reverse. Like Troy is usually not put in a leadership position yeah usually she's not a strong character and here's a strong character who's going toe-to-toe with picard yeah um um this this whole like this whole that whole shot with like deanna troy and data um like right here that totally looks like a heavy metal like barbarian and like the barbarian and like the (laughs) the the woman holding on to the barbarian's arm but in this case troy's the barbarian and data's like yeah (laughs) yeah you don't mess with us (laughs) like he is just he is just the hype man for troy's like leader right now he's anyway mugging hard mean mugging hard yeah and like that that's the difference between him and data where yeah. you know data is kind of easygoing and good and this guy's you know mr blue yeah and mr blonde uh blonde, yeah, I believe, I yeah. blonde. anyway so uh and then o'brien is being awful to his family when his characterization is kind of just family guy <laughs> yeah i mean so. yeah and so yeah. it's we, kind we, of i totally bought this where she's like hey listen i know all the things about the essex and i was like uh yeah okay cool so they are they are like the ghosts of the old crew um, and I didn't realize, like, we get some later characterization that kind of explains how Troy knows this, but I totally didn't put it together until just now. Yeah. But we're, yeah, we're expecting, is... yeah, go ahead. I was going to say that, that, you know, she's so far claimed that they're members of the Essex. They're Starfleet officers who crashed, like, what, 100 years ago? 200 years. Um, 200 years ago? Yeah. So they're, like pre-Kirk era. They're oh, wow. okay. Scott Bakula era Starfleet guys. Okay. Um, see, NCC 173. <laughs> That's like... Uh, why is that it, funny? It yeah. might as well just been NCC 4. I'm like, oh, damn, son. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's... <laughs> okay. Even, even the original Enterprise was 1701. Okay. So they're like a, a tenth of that numbering. Yeah. But... Um, so it was a long time ago. Yeah. And um, she's like, look, the deal is we just want to be put to rest because we're ghosts. Yes. Yeah. Ghosts. Yeah. And, I, and it's like, uh, that's the first thing that kind of threw me for a loop here. I'm like, well, wait a minute. If you're like Starfleet, a whole bunch of nerds, and all you want to do is a perfectly reasonable thing, then why do you shoot a whole bunch of people? Like, what the hell? Um, and that's where I'm kind of starting yeah. like to question a little bit of this stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't try to figure things out generally beforehand. And I just kind of, but I am curious, like, okay, where are you taking me here? Because I, I feel like I'm getting mixed signals. Yeah. And it's, it's another mystery in a show that does its best work when it's working on a mystery, when you're intrigued about what's going to happen next. Yeah. And I think probably survives on the second viewing because you know what the mystery is and you can see. Yeah. Um, 
how it works. It's like the sixth sense. All these episodes are the sixth sense. They're all <laughs> driven by ghosts, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so uh, this is kind of interesting. You know, a little shot at the uh, Starfleet designers that we're about to get. Um, yeah. You know, you can tell you can tell Roe doesn't uh, do engineering work. Like <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is easy access, okay? Like as far as like a, a tunnel goes, like you can fit two abreast. Like, come on, that's pretty easy access. Yeah, I've um, I've been in engineering rooms before, and this is so <laughs> cozy. It's not even it's not even funny. It's like, oh wow, you don't have to cut anything out. You don't have to disable any systems to fit this piece of equipment in. You can get two. Yeah, people you just like yeah, just it. like rest it. Like oh. yeah, just put a foot in the well here. <laughs> like yeah, she's got all kinds of space. Um, it is just luxurious. I'm sure that none of those computer chips did anything important. It's fine, bro. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that was funny too. Like I'm just gonna just gonna laser this up. All right, cool, good deal. Uh, everything's fine. I'm just gonna fit this big machine on top of it. And bam, we're ready to go. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, I didn't ask too many questions, but it looks kind of absurd. <laughs> I'm sure they re-diverted power or something. Yeah, but, uh, I'm sure nobody. <laughs> yeah, it's like like some janitor on like deck four is like, all right, just time time to clean out the bathrooms. Oh my god, <laughs> everything's <laughs> everything's going in reverse. Yeah. Ah. yeah, but you know, it's cool. We have everybody doing something here. Another pretty solid ensemble episode um yeah for sure i mean when you have hmm? when you have like people fighting themselves um it's a lot it's it's easy to take up you you divide your whole cast and put them against each other it's it's pretty good to be able to get give everyone a job yeah and i I would say this is like a bottle episode but they did they did have to go to that planet and wreck another shuttle yeah so um, so I like this too, you know, where, um, you know, you see kind of Picard in his like diplomat powers. Like I, I know that I can talk to my people. This is, I, I think this is kind of neat. I like, I like this little uh, Klingon kind of Klingon ghost things. And Picard's like, nah, it's not ghost. It's like, thanks for just stepping I all do, over my culture, Picard. Damn. I do think that um, Picard's like, so uh ghost story, huh? Wolf? Like, no, no, no. Cl- Cleons also believe in ghosts. This is totally a space thing. It's like, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Where he's like, he's like, I don't know, Mister Wolf. I, you know, two hundred years ago, he seems to know a lot. Of, no, 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 it's a space thing. Okay, okay, yeah. you're you're the security expert. Don't say that in that tone, sir. Please, it undermines my authority. <laughs> Yeah, because like uh, we gotta find a science thing for this <laughs> you know it's not just yeah be, you know. i would have liked it if there was like a little bit if they kind of um doubled down on the ghost thing a little bit more um but it is really kind of only like uh we only kind of touch it a little bit and it's really more of a vehicle to house this this is like the old crew narrative that's also a fake out yeah and but they're like, oh no, this is totally a science thing. At its core, it's a science. Thing. It seems like ghosts, yeah. but it's actually science. You guys have seen Thor, right? Oh. Yeah, you're, you're you're gonna see Thor one day. It'll be great. Um, that's that's such a creepy and, scene. Ugh. Oh yeah, but you remember <laughs> it. Yeah, no, that's uh, yeah. I definitely remember that. Um, yeah, it's like all right, I'm gonna kiss you later. <laughs> like damn, dude, like just yeah. chill out. Ugh. Yeah, and that's the thing is that. 
none of this is right this is all oh yeah wrong and yeah and it's not just like a little wrong it's a lot wrong um yeah and uh you know so i mean we're just kind of this is kind of where picard hits on kind of what i was talking about before he's like hey listen like um you're like hey what are all these little holes in this narrative that you're telling me and eventually i think he's like hey listen you're making a reasonable request i'll totally make that happen yeah um also the the thing with o'brien trying to kiss his wife while possessed by the ghost i think underlies the the human factor of this otherwise there's just deanna and troy are evil now yeah but like they're real people with real history and real connections and like we've grossly violated their personhood they're not the same people right and o'brien trying to mac with his wife while possessed um yeah yeah, while possessed and the baby all like the big jarring part is like the baby's crying as well like she's holding a crying baby because like that isn't like a crying baby isn't a pleasant sound usually you're like oh it's annoying or get away from me and him just ignoring that and trying to kind of like self like gratify himself is just super gross and then he's like all right cool um that dude that that chick that was gonna kiss let's kill her (laughs) like yeah. what dude <laughs> like damn you, you can tell the cat it's not because he loves her it's because he knows yeah like the part of o'brien that's still inside him is like she's super important to me yeah. and i know it sounds like messed up and maybe like in the same line of thinking as abusiveness but it's because he cares about her because like there's some yeah. part of o'brien that loves keiko so much yeah like it's influencing this this um evil ghost this is like frustrating that's like okay pull the trigger okay pull the trigger pull the trigger can you pull the trigger can you pull the trigger now how about now can you pull the trigger now and it's like come on yeah. they're right they're all they're just yeah they, they had a little of the force field uh, they could have done that like way before um that's true that's true and if anyone was going to pull the trigger early in that it would have been row yeah um uh. <laughs> you know and like i just Worf doesn't take his, like, <laughs> Worf could have totally, like, he can't, even if he couldn't beat Data, he could have totally knocked him down right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, all yeah, of they, the they guys. all know where the off switch is at this point. Right? Like, yeah. they all know. Worf's like, oh my god, Captain. He puts his hand on the Captain, like, so where he just reaches over and just Yeah, it clicks Data him off. His, his it's like, tramp stamped your Data. You're off. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's a little game. Uh, yeah, we see how many times we can turn you off in a week. Record's up to 12. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah it's good i like the very simple just have someone underneath patrick stewart and lift him up to show that yeah. someone's super strong yeah so. yeah like I don't, I don't know if that's literally what they did or if they have like a jack under there or whatever but um i mean yeah it probably had something know. but uh yeah i mean the way he kind of the way he lets him down is pretty organic this is weird though look what he's yeah. doing with his hands he's like He's doing this like I'm really cold acting, but he doesn't know what to do with his hands. It was kind of a little odd, mo- a rare odd moment for Picard. I mean, when, whenever you're getting choked, you're like your natural impulse is to go up there and pull off whatever's choking you. But yeah. that's a literal. But like once the hands off, like seems like you would like you'd rub your neck, like you'd bend over, you'd breathe heavily, like all those things he does not do. <laughs> he was breathing heavily. Okay, I'm sorry. Most of he no, he kind of did this reaching thing, and then he, but he didn't, and then like he stopped him, and he wasn't touching him. It was just we could. I, I feel like it's erroneous for for Stu, uh, Sir Patrick Stewart, but um, fair enough, fair yeah. enough. 
if if it doesn't work in the screen, Derek, it doesn't work. So, <laughs> uh, I you know I can back up my I can back up my theory. You want to rewind the tape? We can rewind the tape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, this is good. Um, so you know we they they have to recoup. You know they've just kind of like betrayed some trust, right? They because they thought they could like render them all neutralized, but. Um, you know, now they have to like figure out how they're going to move forward after having done that, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and so, and like, so they're, they're trying to do the next phase of their plan, but they'll have to use yeah. uh, transporters for it. So. Yeah, and so I you mean, know they're going to negotiate. Yeah. Right, the next and step. Picard, Picard is like saying, "Hey, look, man, I can totally help you out," and I love how. Data's the paranoid one, you know what I mean? Like Data is always kind of yeah. the one that's like kind of in the know because he has all of this knowledge in his head, and so him to be kind of paranoid yeah. and unsure of just anything going on um, is such a, a a a different personality to see Data have. It's good. Yeah, it's good. So and yeah, you know, everyone, it's it's a lot of talking. I think we've had enough action here. Yeah, um, we've had so. two fight scenes and then a choking. Yeah. Um, plus a really rough almost kiss. Um, yeah. you know, I, I think we've got yeah. our action quotient down. Um, yeah, it's kind of funny too because it's Elvis like, um, yeah, they're talking to, uh, you know, like, like he has knowledge about the transporter, right? And he's essentially like saying, hey, listen, yeah. I need you to update my bash profile and give me root access. It's like, oh, yeah, we can't give root access to that terminal. That's not true. Riker, give him root access. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, he does the whole thing where he's like, look, we're going to have an opportunity here to do a thing. And I think he puts the right amount of right. emphasis on it. Yeah. Well, and he's, he's not, not only like, it. so sometimes their synergy, like Riker and Picard's synergy is, it feels almost magical. Like it just comes out of nowhere, but he does a good job with that yeah. line to really sell to both the audience and to Riker. Like we're going to have an opportunity here. Um, yeah, Picard tells me he wants you to let you know that he's winking right now. Does that mean anything to you? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, like, I think it's subtle enough we don't automatically expect our um, hostage takers, our terrorists here, to catch on to it. Yeah. Um, so this is I like Riker. Like we just... have a fake out. Yeah. This is just a. Well, we have a, a fake out in t- terms of, you know, our plan is. Roe is going to hold back the sh- the shuttlecraft transporters. Yeah. And that fails. So we kind of think on one level that Riker's um, gambit has failed already. Right. Right. But it hasn't yet. Uh, an odd moment so. of compassion. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, this is kind of, I like his little like weird <laughs> finger buttons um, that just kind of sell <laughs> him doing one, him doing one command. But here's the walk. This is the walk that we get in the car. And I totally did not see what this, yeah. like, I did not see this at all, basically. How could you? Yeah. Like, this is such a, a scenario that we have to build up so much for. Right. And like, um, when you're walking down, like, the aisle, it's kind of also an odd configuration and assortment of people in the hall walking. You know what I mean? Like, why is Keiko yeah. there? Like, Keiko's never doing anything central to the plot. He's always <laughs> tied to O'Brien, right? Yeah. In a lot of ways. I think she was... Oh, she was in the uh, violations. She was here without O'Brien. Oh, yeah, that's I think true. that's the only time. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it's like, 
how do we um resolve all of this like what is our yeah. resolution at this point yeah so yeah um and so this is kind of the the picard still trying to figure out the mystery right and so he's yeah. like yeah so I, ghosts tell me how tell me how this ghost stuff works and this is yeah this is look good. when you're a ghost you just know things jean Luc. <laughs> yeah quit asking presents you meatbag <laughs> Beetlejuice was just a movie, Jean-Luc, okay? Like, <laughs> ghosts know how to be ghosts. Yeah. No question. Do, does anyone tell you how to be human? No. So there. <laughs> Mr. Wolf, did you just say Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice? It was worth a shot. <laughs> I, uh, I've, I've been watching a lot of cinema. I felt like it might have been something. Uh, my next, my next, uh, we could try Bloody Mary. You want? Do you have a mirror? <laughs> Is Russian classic, sir. I've been told to say that. <laughs> it's a, it um, is Russian classic. <laughs> That's good. Um, so, yeah. But, you know, it's good. Like, we're using the cargo transporters. I think we're using, like, every set in this episode. Yeah, we've, um, we've been through a lot. There's been a lot of traveling in this episode. Yeah. Ha! And again, we got you. We, we're so close, so let me exposit and tell you the real story. Ooksmall. It's just a stupid name. Like, this is a pretty solid episode. Then she's like, Ooksmall. You're like, what? <laughs> Ooksmall sounds... Awful name. Ooksmall does sound like something you would do in the cargo bay. Like, you put something on a forklift and you're, like, trying to balance everything and it falls over. Like, oh, Ooksmall. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it, it sounds like a Ferengi sex thing. <laughs> oh, he loves getting Ooksmall. Yeah. It's just the best thing ever. Oh, yeah, I know. What are you <sighs> doing? Getting Ooksmall in the closet? Get over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh god it was a prison the whole time there were ghosts in the gas tank <laughs> oh, yeah. um i would like it to like this kind of stuff like that's weird is like ha we're not ghosts we're prisoners and then like there are actual ghosts on the enterprise that protect the crew from like the prisoner ghosts <laughs> <laughs> like just like something just out of nowhere <laughs> you're like wait a minute we had this whole scientific explanation for ghosts and then real ghosts helped us <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, we have a lot of ghosts in here. And we we <laughs> yeah. thought we'd resolve that, but I guess not. So, and I absolutely love, I love this conclusion because I love it when people are willing to sacrifice their life for things because they have values. Yeah. And yeah. It's like, um, Keiko's yeah. like, hey, look, I'm just some civilian numpty. Yeah. Uh, I'm ready to die for this. Like, I'm yeah. part of the community, bitches. That, yeah, that's and pretty like, metal. Yeah, go huh? Keiko. Yeah. Ke I yeah. mean, Ke Keiko saying that. Like is pretty pretty rad. Uh, Worf is like, oh man, I dream every day of dying for this ship. I'm f I'm glad this day's finally here. Like easy, easy, man. Like and, damn. Everyone else together, ghosts and Keiko alike. Are like we know Worf like simultaneously. <laughs> yeah. No one asked Worf because we all yeah. we all kind of knew him. <laughs> yeah, we all so. we 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 get it. Klingon isn't a very varied culture, and it's a very one dimensional machismo. We got it. <laughs> Picard gives the second worst Picard speech ever. And we learn that the solution to taking hostages is taking more hostages. No, sir, we didn't <laughs> learn that. That's not the lesson. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's like, it seems like that's the lesson. It's like, no, it's not somehow. Yeah. All right. Well, so, regardless of what the lesson was, let's put a big don't, don't beam down to the service <laughs> here sign so no one gets into this problem again. Like seriously, if this is uh, a penal like a colony, about... 
if this is a penal colony, how in the hell is there not like a sign? Like it, even even now today, if I drive across like a prison, it's like, hey, don't pick up hitchhikers. That might be a prisoner. Like, oh, hey, that's good to know. Like, seems like there would be like a probe yeah. that's like constantly saying, do not go down to the surface. These are prisoners. Do not go down to the surface. These are prisoners. I mean, admittedly, Jim Kirk didn't do that. Uh, I mean, maybe it's like a I mean, it's maybe not it's like, like you a, just. It could be like a Guantanamo Bay situation where it's like a secret prison they don't want you to know about. I mean, I guess that makes sense. But it's like you should have a prison on land that you control. Yeah. Like. You should have a presence. You know you that, have right? A <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, see, that's the thing. Like, I would have, I really expected Keiko to, like, be uncomfortable here. Like, I mean, can I just, yeah. can you, like, watch, can just me and the kid go stay at my mom's house for a little bit? It's just, um. Just a little weird. Like we're cool. I just need a little bit. Not just not the same day. Cool. We're cool. Just give me like give me a night. Because <laughs> I mean yeah. that's I mean that's really it would just be uncomfortable. But I he, feel like, but whatever. He said he would have done awful violence against the things inside. Of him. Uh, yeah, so, so that means he's a real man. Yeah, exactly. Showcasing his real manness uh, means that everything's okay. Violence all. If I could have fucked that ghost to death, Keiko, I would have fucked <laughs> that ghost to death. Final thoughts, power play. Uh, it, it's an interesting um, episode. I liked how we got to see kind of like Troy and Data kind of do some things that they don't normally get to do. Um, there's a little kind of nitpicky stuff, but I feel like that's often the case. Um, I, I enjoyed uh, this episode. Um, I think that I would have liked a little more like ghost things because I feel like that's but I guess it wasn't ghost things. I mean, there are a few plot holes here, but it's just, this is a good kind of hostage, like taking episode and everyone kind of like finds a way to move forward. And I like seeing Troy be a badass. That was fun. So um, I, yeah. enjoy, I enjoy this. Yeah. I, um, it's, it's a personal favorite for me. I think it's right at the scraping the upper stratosphere of how actiony yeah. Star Trek should be. I would agree with that. Um, maybe pushing the line for it, but you know, just generally solid, fun episode where a lot of things happen. Yeah. Um, we get, it's just entertaining to watch. Yep. So um, next week, we are going to watch Ethics. Right. So uh, the card that we get from Netflix looks like Riker in a hospital about to kill a dude. <laughs> he's got a knife. Uh, and well, he looks like. <laughs> yeah. He, he's got a knife and he looks like he's like, ah, well, yeah, I got to do it, I guess. Uh, look on his face. And this is the summary we get from Netflix. After an incident that leaves him no longer able to walk, Worf asks, oh damn, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> Worf asks Riker to help him commit suicide. Maybe you should ask your Chidich, Worf. Maybe you should ask your fucking Chidich. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, what a fucking time to make Riker your right-hand man. God damn yeah, it, after, after, all, after all the important plot points are past him. He's like, yeah, okay, you can, you can do it. I wouldn't want my Chidich to see me this way. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want my real Chidich. You're only my suicide Chidich. <laughs> 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 oh man. Uh, so yeah, well, that's um, it. We don't even have to watch the episode now. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I would be I'd be interested to know um when this episode aired and if it had any sort of um tie in to like Dr. Kevorkian cuz I know it was kind of roughly around the same timeline in the 90s. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point, yeah. Um I guess that's I guess we're going to have to watch it then cuz I'll have to research that so we can talk about yeah, it. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs>
So uh, we'll find out next week. Yep. And until then, don't Google anything about <laughs> Dr. Kevorkian. Yeah. That's my job. And remember Rand. I'll make this short because no one likes credits. Star Trek is property of CBS Television Studios and Paramount Pictures. We are watching Star Trek on Netflix. We are talking over Discord. And we are recording and editing on Audacity. Bayesian the Bold is hosted on Anchor and can be found on most podcasting platforms. I would also like to thank our senior officer Patreons for supporting the Beige and the Bold. They also make video editions of this podcast and remasters of old episodes possible. So thank you to Tracker by Moonlight and Miss Jess. If you have any questions or concerns about the show, please contact me at benvelding at gmail.com or on Twitter at benvelding. Thank you and remember Rand.